Beautiful. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Yeah. That's all I like. My, my stuff doing now. Weather's been epic, though, isn't it? Which is good. It's the, it feels, it now does feel like the new norm. I mean, I'm, I think that the period of like confusion and weirdness is worn off. Like just driving around and no one being about, seeing no one. It just feels kind of normal now in a, in a nice way. Yeah. I've, I've got, um, weirdly quite, not like, I want to say loads of stuff, but it's te- not like it was loads of stuff, but lo- loads of stuff for this, this worldview on next week so i feel people have bedded in now they've had easter and figured out what off is and how different it is from not being off you know Mm. i I think they're all right but i've got a bunch of i've got like three or four things every day which is new (laughs) yeah What, what is interesting like chatting to loads of people now is how everyone is in such a different situation good and bad you know you know some people are, are lonely got no one to talk to too much time in hands some people haven't got what well, any at all young kids old kids no kids everyone's got their own little thing going on um which is interesting no one's in the same boat if you know what i mean no no it's um like it's it's that's what i had a chat with somebody last week about whether I wanted to do a talk on whether people should be marketing or not. And I was like, well, it depends on where they are in the world. Like there's not mm. one, there's not one rule of how to deal well with lockdown. Like it differs from household to household, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know That's... what I mean? Like, like my dad, my dad loves being on his own and has been on his own for, for donkeys. He's not feeling much different apart from people having, are having less interaction with him. He's having the time of his life. Mm. <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, why do you keep ringing me so often i'm like oh, well because <laughs> we're in a thing dad <laughs> no yeah. i'm all right <laughs> like, all right i think but, if you if you if you if you're i'm assuming your dad's retired yeah, yeah yeah i think if you've retired and you're just you know at this time you know with the sun being out most people are just gonna be chilling their gardens anyway i suppose when shit gets real is when you go down the supermarket or you know, that's, that still feels really weird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't, I don't super mind it in the supermarket. People really got on my nerves. I, like people, nobody had lane discipline <laughs> in the supermarket before. I think yeah. lane discipline in supermarket is, it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. I think, I think we need to keep that. I love a lane discipline. I don't want to be reached over by some tracksuited overweight lady. Yeah. To get, to get stuff. You know what I mean? You know, and moving moving around the aisles like IKEA. You know what I mean? Just there's a there's a there's a clear path. If you've forgotten your tinned uh, butter beans, it's tough shit. <laughs> you've got to carry on going. That's it. I don't. I don't want. Like I think. I think there should be stricter enforcement of the one way direction in supermarkets. I don't, I'm. Yeah. It's a bit lax in places in my local one, and I'm not. I'm not. I have to resort to stern glares at the pensioners who are just not paying any attention at all. Yeah. And the, and the people that, and the people that bring all their kids as well. They've got, you know, three or four children. It's a day out and just yeah. to let them run around and do what they want. Those days are over. I'm happy about it's, that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, supermarkets are, are, are strictly do-it-yourself, right? And in do-it-yourself yeah. kind of business models, you need no friction at all. You need to get in and get out. You don't need service. You just need frictionless experience. Yeah. Right, and that, and it should just be that. But people don't make it easy. Well, you know, we mentioned earlier about um, you know, people being in different boats. So I did a yeah. Zoom call with all with my mates that I grew up with on yeah. Friday night. Uh, some living in London, some living in, um, all over down south. Um, yeah. Some that think they well, think they've had the coronavirus and all sorts of all sorts of different stories. People working part time, full time. But my um, friend from Swit, well, is british but he lives in sweden and we were sort of asking him about what's going on over there and he said restaurants still open bars still open all they've done in the restaurants is just like remove a table so you're a bit further apart and the, um they have closed schools and colleges there um and i was saying well you know things sound all right then but he said no it's really tough because obviously a lot of things that they sell pass through europe britain 
uh, also materials coming in, etc. So he said, no, we're all struggling. You know, everyone business-wise is, um, you know, finding it difficult. So, you know, it's... And they've got, they've got quite a high count as well for, for, for population, I think. Yeah. But he, he was saying social distancing-wise, they all live quite far apart. People don't congregate in lots of places. You know, it's, there's, I think he was saying it's like in Sweden. I may have got it totally wrong. Three million people live there and it's the size of France. Yeah, yeah, it must be more than three million, six million, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah. it's it, it's it's like Australia, isn't it? Everybody's around the edges. Do you know what I mean? There's bunch of, there's whole bunches of Australia and Sweden and Russia with nobody in it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy, isn't it? And China, in fact, yeah. China live in clumps, don't they? Like the rural bits are not very. No, and it depends how how quickly everyone took it seriously. I think a lot of countries like us were late, you know, just getting getting their shit together. And these other countries have seems to have done things quite a lot quicker than we have. And the the testing seems to be a key. Like get everybody tested, and then go right. If you've got it, like isolate everybody around you, and then that's it. Yeah. You know what? We haven't. Nobody's been tested till they've got to hospital, which is kind of too late, if I'm honest. Mm. <laughs> don't need the people who are who need a respirator having it being tested well, t- testing is going to be the key isn't it because vaccine wise that that could be that in, anything could happen there but if you know if we can test it on it quicker you know i could see like having home testing kits that you could do daily weekly or yeah. whenever um and then if you've got it you stay at home you work from home if you haven't then you just crack on as, as normal like blood lorries you know when they drive around and do they park up on a on a back of an Arctic and take your blood, don't they? Yeah, like that. Mm. I reckon. Maybe, I think it would be quicker than that, though, and it'd be more like a pregnancy kit, won't it? Just take a piss on it. In the morning. It takes three days, though, doesn't it? You have oh, to send it? it off. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, like hopefully soon the testing will be like. Oh right, I'm much better. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what we need. Well, that'll be ideal. Yeah. Like at one of them Thriver things you get through the post. And they go, oh, crap, it's gone green. Yeah, or like a, <laughs> uh, like a yeah. Um, Skull and crossbones or something. Yeah. Or a, a drink driving test or something like that. Something you could blow yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we spoke a few days ago. I have no idea when we spoke. But one thing that we, we, we talked about was, you know, what is everyone doing at this time? What are we doing? What are our clients doing? Um, and one thing that came up, I was talking about and, and yourself was um, a lot of companies now are just working purely on strategy and ideas. Yeah. Um, given this time, that kind of this is a, a pause period, loads of pe- work isn't happening. Things aren't, you know, moving. So they're just thinking, let's just think of idea, idea generation and strategy. So I know that you've put, you've talked to a few people about that, haven't you? And your clients mm-hmm. and, and so on. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's, there's time in a lot of people that now they've settled down after the first couple of weeks that a lot of companies are expediting kind of innovation or creative or change projects to now when there's more capacity to do them. Yeah. And it keeps people busy. you know, ones that were maybe in the three to five year plan. Yeah. And not, not super business critical now seem to have come forward. And a lot of other businesses are, just realized they had all their eggs in one basket and are yeah. trying to think of another basket while dealing yeah. with everything else, while dealing with homeschooling and furloughing and losing clients and all the other stuff. So idea generation and just clarity over, over strategy and planning is, is, is front of mind for many. Yeah. And in planning for all, you know, eventualities as well. You know, what happens in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, times it that by three. Yeah. Um, what does, and I suppose um, looking at worst case scenario and everything. Um, I can't, you know what, I'm going to totally get this wrong now, but I'm listening to a book at the moment by Ikigai. And it talks about yeah, the, yeah, three, the three different faiths in um, Japan. And one of them, I don't know if it is Stoicism, it talks about that you, you plan for every worst eventuality and, pl- and play it out. And, you know, and then so that you then either work to that or work against it or, 
you know, and actually test it out on yourself and kind of future, you know, test out what would happen if that happened um, and kind of play that out. And I suppose that within that, that helps you kind of look at where, where, where can, where can things go wrong and how can we solve that from happening? Yeah. I, I think you see that, that whole, Japanese mindset of stuff. So I, I did I don't know, a few years ago now. I did um, my Lean Six Sigma qualification up to, and they do it like uh, martial arts. So there's belts, nice. right? And I got up to green belt. Which I got I, I got to green belt when I actually did karate. It's a it's oh. a solid it's a solid belt sort of. It's landing. a good. It's it's not yeah. bad, right? It's not it's yellow. Not it's not orange. It's you not. Know, it's not quite brown or black. But it's You're in not, there with the with the blue and the green and you know that it's, it's a decent it's a decent colour. It's a decent colour, right? I feel comfortable with it. Like anything after that, you have to go on like three day residential courses yeah. and stuff. Like it's a, to, it's a challenge, right? You actually have to be good. You actually have to be good. <laughs> but that but that whole mindset of lean and ikigai and stuff like that, it's all yeah. always about like presence awareness continual improvement letting mm. stuff exist and being um being aware of it right just being yeah. like oh living with open kind of open eyes so you see all the all the options whether they're good or bad like on ideas whether they're good or bad ideas mm. people here kill them when they've just been formed and ideas don't come out fully formed i've never i've never had an idea and it's been awesome like immediately yeah. you know what i mean there, there's there's holes in it when you start digging and most people kill ideas like as soon as you've said them mm. right? which is the wrong time but japanese philosophy have a have a a wider i don't know what the right descriptive term is but a wider calmer more present more bigger picture kind of mindset about mm. it's all right it's going to continually improve we've got to try some stuff yeah do you know what i mean and then and then trying the stuff will continually improve it in the long run yeah much yeah, yeah it's got it's a very calm way of looking at very present way of looking at stuff um they and, and you know reading or listening to this book that i'm listening to at the moment they, it talks about um you know in japan why people live so long there's you know they uh but there, there's no, there was no word for retirement that you, that you carried on working, you carried on working in your garden, growing your own veg, you know, moving, doing yoga, tai chi, all these different things that are, it's really interesting about. It's just a different way of, of life in terms of business and the way spiritually and mentally that how people are going to have to work going forward. Yeah, it's, it's very mindful. So I, since... Mm this lockdown thing well not not since the beginning but i'm on day 24 of uh, a yoga program in the morning and oh i'm God. not i'm not super flexible guy right i'm not normal yoga shape as mm -hmm. a guy um but that starting the day with that and a and a meditation which i couldn't do really either because my mind didn't shut up i used to get up get showered go to the gym go to work travel mm. like do you know what i mean like there, there was no there was no mindfulness in the morning. No. <laughs> and it was like, it just wasn't, just went to work. I didn't mind, it wasn't yeah. bad. I had nothing, I'm not complaining yeah. about it. That's the way I liked it. Yeah. But, but I think mindfulness and giving, giving yourself the time to think about stuff is super important, right? Yeah. And that's what we've all got now, I think, in a little bit more, maybe. I've, yeah. I, I've had have considered stuff more I, th I think i think with it i think with a lot of people you know there's a lot of un debundling i think you said debundling the other day business yeah. debundling i think people are debundling like if you're at home and you're in your four walls only going out you know a couple of times a day or whenever then you you will start delaying yourself about who you are what you want you know what you don't want all these things are happening to people now um I think that's, I think, I think that's, and I think doing yoga is great because obviously you're stuck in this house, you're not moving. So I think a lot of people are going back and really 
thinking about or adjusting to who they are and finding out who you know who they really are as well in these periods you find out who you really are which is really interesting yeah you you have time it's that time thing like that you have time to for that to be for that idea to form to wonder about that question where where sometimes before you didn't have that and i think like i think the pace of life has stopped even if you've got kids and work from home and homeschooling and stuff it seems like the pace of life has slowed a little bit do you know what i mean if you look at um parkinson's law right which is that that law where it says a job will fill the time allotted to it yeah right so if you gave a task 20 minutes it'd take 20 minutes if you gave it three hours it'd take three hours um it's like a like a whole thing about it a bit like 80 20 rule if you know Mm. what i mean but they're um i think we've got more time to the allotted task because some of the normal work gubbins Mm. isn't here like traveling yeah. Do you know what I mean? And traveling and weird meetings and, and stopping and chatting to people in the kitchen and having yeah. and being forced to go for like, do you know what I mean? There's yeah, loads yeah. of gubbins yeah. that, impart, <laughs> that, that made work up yeah. that is not, that it's just not here. Yeah, I like that. There's oh. definitely work gubbins. There's a lot of work gubbins. Because, you know, it's interesting to see how many, how many hours people are working. Would you say you're working more or less now? Or how would you? Um, how do you percentage it up? I say, I say, from the time I, I start a work thing or go to a work thing to, to arrive back in having finished that, mm. that task, it's definitely less because for me personally, like my house was where I kept my stuff and came to sleep. Like everything yeah. else happened outside of it. Yeah. Like, so I had to travel everywhere. I had to, like I was doing a, a minimum of hour driving a day. You know, a minimum, a, a good time, yeah. probably yeah. three, if I'm honest. Yeah. And then that's to to normal work stuff and meetings, and then there was just I've got less task to do, if you know what I mean. Now mm. I've got less projects to do, but I don't know. It, it, it's in time. It, it feels it feels less, but better. Like mm. I am not missing commuting. No. And, I, and and that was something I was struggling with in the in the first couple of weeks of being at home, going, yeah. shit, I can't, like, oh, I've got to live here now, that's a bit weird. But now mm. I'm all right with it. And now there's stuff that I'll not go back to. Like, I, I do some work with University in Nottingham and the Big House Project in, in Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire, like mentoring mm. and workshops and stuff. And they've all moved online. It, University of Nottingham aren't moving back offline for the ingenuity and entrepreneurship stuff. They're keeping it all online. Mm. Like it's been a, a full-time change. And Big House, I don't think, will bother either because they've delivered the same amount. In fact, more stuff they've delivered for the people, more output for the people of that community. Yeah. Like remotely. Right. Which is, you know, in, in, in that world, is they're judged on output do you know what i mean because they're funded enterprise training program and they've delivered more output since coronavirus than they did before yeah no it's gonna it's gonna be amazing to to look at what people are going to keep and what what's going to go back to normal and you know i think we've all learned that i think most businesses can survive quite well and and create meaningful work or work from anywhere they want really you know if most people have got a laptop a screen well, microphone now, things like that. You know, you can just, it's business as usual, isn't it? I suppose the only thing that gets in the way is everything else, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's the gubbins that has gone though, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, work. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I it's such a good word. word. It's such a good word. But there's, um, there's a bunch of, um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of gubbins that have been left out, right? People don't need to do all the other stuff. They're just doing the stuff that has an impact because yeah. they've got two point four kids in the house and they're at home. So they're not gonna work, they're not gonna sit at the desk from eight to eight because yeah. you don't really need to, do you? <laughs> 
not that you needed to anyway, but you know, but they, they've got rid of all that stuff and it, it, it's much more focused on impact and purpose than activity. Yeah. That's why, that's why I think we, we spoke about it, but I think there's roles within organizations and, and marketing, maybe some of those, unfortunately, right. That if you had a team of three people on 40 hours a week, full-time work in a marketing department, we'll use marketing because we both know marketing, right. Yeah. That's 120 hours a week of marketing. That's a fucking lot. I haven't done that much marketing in a month for 20 years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of marketing, isn't it? It is. And like, every other company has this. So what are they doing for that time? Makes me wonder, right? Yeah, you can, you can look at a lot of areas. Like um, HR, accountancy. Yeah. What are you doing for 40 hours? So, so in terms of people working remotely, there is going to be loads and loads, I think we talked about this, loads of businesses that are actually having meetings and conversations right now going, do we go back to how we were? Do we stay like this or do we create something completely new? So it's a remote way of working. Maybe there's an HQ. Um, I don't know, but th those conversations are happening now. I can imagine. Well, you, I suppose you've got clients who are having those conversations. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I know, I know the full gamut of uh, of those. I know um, there's a, a mate who runs a, a design sprint agency, like a design thinking innovation agency. I spoke to today, um, and they moved all their sprints online, like remote online, and they used to do it in in person at clients' houses right um and they've moved it all online charging the same money nobody mm. has to travel anywhere there's no real interruptions from like the secretary coming in and stuff do you know what i mean it says it it's exactly the same the tools we use are different and that we've we've changed the how the what we do within the sprint a little bit because mm. some were quite interactive like get up and put post-it notes on the wall like yeah. what's the digital version of that you only have to ask right or how do how do we get the same result not being able to do that mm. and there's um and they, they've gone really successful they're going well if we can get away with it then we don't have to send a, a team of three people to london and put them up for three days no right we can just all do it yeah right so they're going well what do we do with the office because that they were the most important bits. We don't really need the office. If we're not traveling to clients and clients like set the rules, mm. do we need to even travel at all? No. Do you know what I mean? And, and looking to develop a software stack and there's people who are, and that, that's a big shift, right? Cause that will save them. I can't remember what their, their costs were, but their, their people in office costs like with all it and internet and stuff were a few grand a month. I, I think if you can replicate the experience of someone being in a room and having an activity that involves people, but you can replicate that digitally, you're laughing, aren't you? Because I think a lot of people are trying to replicate certain things digitally. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I hate to say this because I've not, I've not done it, so I, I, I shouldn't comment it, comment it really, but like networking online. So I saw an image of, you know, about, 40 people on zoom call at network event. I, I found network events hard at the best of times when people are there like to be, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's easier when you're at home and you can just be not around people. I have no idea. Maybe I've got that completely wrong. I don't know what you think. Well, well, I, I run creative mornings, right? Yeah. Um, which is for, for people who don't know is a, is a, is a group thing we get about, between 25 and 30 people, uh, 8 a.m. on a Friday every yeah. month, uh, come into the centre of Derby. We just had our first virtual event on Zoom. Right. Um, and we had 40 people. Um, a good eight of those were global, like from out of the area. Mm. People have come in from out of the area because nobody's come. God bless them. On a Friday morning, nobody's getting to Derby for 8 a.m. unless you're from Derby. Right, it's yeah. just not happening. Um, <laughs> it's just not. There's two roads in, and they're both terrible. Right, it's not. It's not yeah. happening. 
All right, so we had people from uh, Belfast and Cluj in Romania and South, right. um, San Francisco, all part of our wider Creative Mornings community, all talking about things. And they all came in and we had three speakers. But you know, And it was amazing. Like There were some people yeah. who've come to every event I've had said that was the best one. Yeah, right? amazing. And I, was, and I was like, well, I thought I'd miss it. But I've got, um, I've got a video, a, a, a meeting with a guy tomorrow who does a lot of events um, about online events, weirdly. Mm. Um, and there's a new skill that comes at the top of that Maslow's hierarchy, right? And that's the ability to facilitate, right? Facilitation is the new skill that people yeah. need because leaders need to be able to facilitate work between different people right of their teams yeah. they need to be able to facilitate work maybe they've unbundled or, or not having full-time staff so they need to be able to facilitate work between different organizations and softwares or mm. outsourcers or freelancers right and they need to be able to facilitate experiences so they need to about to facilitate employee experience and you've got to power it up you've got to power up employee experience when they're all when you can't physically touch them yeah you know what i mean you've got to be really good on facilitation you can maybe if you're in the office just do something nice and silent and ping them a message or leave them a cake on the desk or something without real interaction yeah but you have it you can't hear do you know what i mean that like facilitation is a massive skill if any of this online remote working stuff sticks yeah people have got to get good at facilitation and that's in theory mate that's marketing right it's understanding the reason for your communication having some empathy being able to commu communicate clearly and mm. concisely right and doing it with some personality and creativity yeah, because yeah we're not together so you need to you need to have enough presence that you still feel the energy you still feel the connection of the person yeah it's it's like management on steroids it is you know all the things that make up a good leader manager um director um it's it's all those key strengths that you you that you you know there's things that you can hide when you're in a big company you know you can say things you can do things you can move you can swan around and then get away with stuff in this environment you can't no. you can't get away with not working and you can't get away of looking at things very very differently and facilitation is such a great word that you just said there you know um how you, um, you know, manage projects manage people campaigns and business as a whole you know it's 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 tricky now it's hard and i think that's why ideas and strategy are just crucial now really really got, crucial like ideas are the kernel of everything right like i, I did a video i think that's, that's why we're talking technically but the, i did a video on how there needs to be one idea at the center of everything because you, you used to be able to get away with stuff like <laughs> but like gubbins. people gubbins right <laughs> Like work was full of gubbins, marketing was definitely full of gubbins. Meetings you could, you were could, definitely full of gubbins. Meetings were full of gubbins. Internal comms were full of gubbins, right? You you could get away with being super lazy and putting four hundred and thirty-four internal comms items into one email a week, yeah. right? You can't be that lazy now. Do you know what I mean? You've got to get rid of the gibbet. The you've got to get rid. You've got to have one idea, one clear purpose for when you're doing anything, when you're communicating with anybody, right? Whether it's leader to leader, leader to team, team to person, to customers, what, whatever direction that communication, mm. right? It needs to have a clear purpose because on the hierarchy of communication, right? Face to face, human to human, you get, you do get more stuff. You get to read people's body language. You get, there's a different energy people to people, but this is next, but you have to understand that you need to try harder at communication and be, have more clarity and have be able to communicate your ideas more clearly because yeah. 
it's not you don't have another opportunity to it's just that if they're not strong enough i want to say that it they will get lost it'll just be because mm. you've got this opportunity right this opportunity to communicate and i think you need to to be able to to think clearly mm. and communicate clearly about whatever it is and i think i bet i bet emails good emails right are having a renaissance because for years because for years before right people were, were championing getting down to inbox zero and subscribing for stuff using stuff but email now mm. is an amazing tool again or still i don't know what the right phrase is but yeah. you know what i mean like but that you can have a, a 10 minute zoom call or, or skype meeting or whatever or video call with a prospect or a leader and then back it up with a really good email with yeah. all the other gubbins on that you you need to do because gubbins has to exist but it shouldn't exist in this format no right in the in the in the person-to-person -person communication should be super clear mm. right the the one with the good ideas big ideas short sentences small words person-to-person -person. yeah all the gubbins you can send by email or stick it in a a shared folder for them to read if they need to read it mm. do you know what i mean it's interesting you say clarity there i think i, I do agree like the email is really important now because Things can be lost when you're chatting to each other, you know, in meetings, talking things, doing stuff done. But emails now, it's like you need specific instructions, things that you need to know for the right person at this time, like a good, solid, well thought out email. Um, because people just got so rubbish with them, not reading them, um, just reading bits of them, you know, just sending too many of them about rubbish. So solid emails now, uh, it's good. We've, we've uh, refined the, the gubbings. Yeah, like people have, we got lazy, man. Like I, I think people got kind of lazy because it was easy to do stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And now it's not so easy because no. we're not all in the room, right? We're not, we're not in the same box for eight hours. Yeah. Right, it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? And it's now you have to get good at communication again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. we have to get good at it, whether it's whether it's this, whether and it's not technology, right? It's a it's a human creative skill. It's having empathy, having good listening skills, some conversational stuff, understanding a you know checking it like mm. being a bit more thoughtful about the stuff you're trying to communicate so it isn't full of gubbins yeah and and, and the other thing is it's also become a lot trickier or is it not become trickier to pull a sick day is it easier or harder because obviously i don't work for a big company i would imagine harder you think? because now you a you don't have to go anywhere <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to go into the office. So going, I can't come in today. It's not a thing. You can't. You can't make it to your other bedroom. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Or to your kitchen? You know, like, <laughs> and you don't have to be there for eight hours. It's not like if you if you're feeling crap, like not very well. Mm. But in theory, you could do a day's work, right? Doing a two-hour commute and sitting in an office with other people who you who you get paid to be with right it's a much harder challenge than going do you know what i'm just going to finish that thing yeah it's got to be harder yeah and also you know, <laughs> now you're at home and people will see skype and if you if you say that you're ill you know someone says prove it you know what i mean it gets a bit tricky <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah okay I, do, <laughs> I can't i can't, I can't do it <laughs> you, have to, you have to make up put makeup on bags under your eyes and stuff yeah oh brilliant um it was a good point that you made about um you know managers need to think clearer 
or no people need to think think clearer and um you know and i think this is you know and mentally obviously everyone's going through it in in some level you know if you, you know leaders that lead now and lead really well who just you know you could be a junior role at a big company and go right this is what we should fucking do this is what we should do we should do this here move that there do this and you know and you could actually just leapfrog everyone because no one's got the answer now there's no books about this we're totally in this new future this um dystopian almost time yeah. that you know, i i said to i said natalie you can't you, we can't what we can't change we can't change there's nothing we can do right now and what the reason why people are worried is because they don't know what their future looks like now, if you don't know what the future looks like, I, I just said to Nancy, well, let's just paint a picture of what a future could look like and just work towards that. Let's just work yeah. towards that and, and think of it that way rather than just trying to brick in our pants that we don't know what's happening. Just go, right, this is what the next six months is going to look like. We're going to be here. We're going to do that. And this is where the business is going to be. And this is what we're going to do. Right, that's what we're working towards. We painted, yeah. we painted a picture of, of what our future looked like. Yeah. And, I, and that, there's, a, there's an interesting model. Um, in innovation work called horizons right and, yeah. and usually they work in three horizons and the first horizon is what do we do in 90 days the second horizon is about a year it, it, it you can change it right into perception of yours and third horizon is your long-term BHAG right your 10 15 20 year goal whatever you want to put in there what's happened now is that horizon one is what we're we doing this week like because it might change you don't really know that sort of thing horizon two is now a kind of a month and horizon three is a lot shorter so what's that what that's bought going back to your point of anyone can lead is the creative people the people looking at future stuff and innovation and stuff the the proactive people within an organization are now the the point right they're the figurehead of the ship because mm. people are going oh crap what do we do now we need yeah. somebody who can think differently and that doesn't have to be the ceo no. right ceos might be good finance guys they might be super operational right yeah do you know what i mean but there's anybody can be the creative lead Anybody can be the idea generation lead. It doesn't have to be the leader. I think organizations are becoming more linear or circular, maybe, rather than hierarchical. Mm. Because I think what, the, what this will have done to many organizations is get rid of the hierarchy and put everybody going in, in the same boat together, right? We're, we're rolling that we're rowing this organizational ship in this direction we're all in it together like mm. everybody's jobs at risk do you know <laughs> do you know what i mean it's yeah that but it's that like the, the it's the whole future of work thing has been expedited right so the the future of work thing was based around kind of imagination and creative skills like problem solving opportunity capture creative thinking um collaboration um experience design you know um commu good communication skills all these skills like that were going to be three five years three five ten years in advance when automation and digitization catches up with like with the mass market right are all here now technically and it's zoom you know it's zoom mm. and slack and Basecamp and stuff and it's um but that's been expedited now so the people who were looking at that in terms of this is how we make money in the digital world are now going are now pointing right they're at the point of it i was speaking to a guy today really interesting guy i know um one of the networking groups and he runs a, a software platform that has, that has been spun out or or subsidized by a big uh, a big corporate group right but this mm. corporate group was in um event and exhibition space for construction manufacturing medical tech that sort of thing right so they ran the big global 
kind of construction fairs where JCB would go and stuff like that. And obviously that's not a thing. Right. So this little software thing that they were playing with for a few years mm. is now their key product and have this whole organization pointing at it. Wow. Right? And he's going, well, crap, we had like three years to build it. And now we're launching with this version of it. Do you know mm. what I mean? And, and he was like, we've just got, we just got super lazy, like doing all the UX and UI and super tweaking it before launching because we didn't really have to launch it. Now we have mm. to launch it. Do you know what I mean? And that that comes from them having that their innovation managers are now at the forefront of their business. Not, yeah. not all the normal front of line staff. Yeah. So it's become circular. They've still got the same job roles, they've still got the same job titles, same package, but yeah. their skill set now is at the pointy end, right? The ability to yeah. generate ideas and design them and strategize them to be actionable real real life real life revenue streams to test yeah you know to work like innovation managers and people that come up with ideas the thing that the, you know say in in what we do let's talk about marketing and um, understanding customers and what people are what the appetite and what they're looking for and how to sell etc the thing that you're dealing with here is that you're not just watching a market an audience you know you're watching how society and how this unraveling of the coronavirus is going to pan out and it's like it's it's, it's going to be a moving societal change whatever that's going to look like over the next weeks months years and then as a marketer trying to understand a product where it sits in a market and how to sell it whilst that's going on it's like you're dealing with multiple market trends as, and, and societal so I can't say the word societal kind of change how the hell so you can plan that well that's that's where people are gonna are gonna thrive aren't they it is right it, and, it, and it goes right back to the beginning of our conversation with the ikigai and the, the japanese people right they've got a different perspective on things or mm. perception i don't know what the one of those i think they're both very similar right but they've got a different perception on what is important in their worldview like everything mm. whereas it's easy for people with specific roles right whether whether they're in a big organization or whether they're freelancers right to get blinkered by this specific role Right, and just go, well, I do. You, we see it a lot with, um, say, AdWords specialists or content, uh, content marketers, right? Yeah. They, you go, okay, right, well, I've got this problem. And they go, yeah, well, this AdWords will do it. And they're like, well, no. No, no, no. <laughs> you need, is that it? What else will do it? What do you mean, what else? I only do, I've got, I do AdWords. Do you know what I mean? You need, you need to look round corners you've not looked round before, and that's a mm. mindset issue. And anybody can do it. It doesn't have to be your, your leaders probably stressing his ass off, right? If you've yeah. got capacity to have, have ideas and look round corners and be curious, right? Be curious about other opportunities, other industries, other target markets, right? Yeah. You've got the capacity to do that. That's super valuable, I yeah. think, because the people who are responsible for keeping that organisation, you know, the ops guy, the CEO, the CFO, right, of keeping it actually in existence, probably aren't doing that. Yeah. Because if that was my role, I would be super panicky, like every day. Oh, yeah. It's stressful. You know, and it's um, so if you've got the ability to be curious about and curiosity is is the, you know, the thing that generates ideas. Right. It's the bit before it's an action you can be ask different questions, be a bit more curious, look around corners you've not looked around before. Do something different. Mm. Like poke the box. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The, 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 the tool you're looking for in a new worldview is probably not in the toolbox you've got or might not be do you know what i mean it's that's 
that is the the best thing I've heard. That <laughs> <laughs> and gubbins, right? Just Follow poking it. the poking the box, man. That is it's poetry, Tim. It's really is beautiful. <laughs> it's not mine. It's Seth Godin's poke the box. Yeah. He wrote a book called it, but I've always loved that analogy. I love an analogy, me. Yeah, yeah. But no, that that is inter- that is interesting. Right? Out thinking out of the box and poking the box, just you know kicking the box do you know what I mean just kicking the, just setting fire to the box now because the box is very is a different kind of box yeah just leave the box in the bunker in the garden with all the toilet rolls <laughs> and do something else with it <laughs> like you've got this is the time when you've got permission to do you've got permission and time and opportunity to probably try something new and this is one of the only opportunities to to get out of doing something and doing something new. The fact that, you know, if you get put on furlough or, um, or you know, you just contracts get frozen or whatever it is, and you're getting support from the government, then this, you know, this is never going to be a better time to really look in deep inside and think, what do I really want to do? Because this is the time to do it. Anyone yeah. could jump ship now. It is, it is the great equaliser in that respect that whoever you were before, now... You know, you can be someone different. You can yeah. you can do different things. You know, so there, yeah. There was um, there's a great question. I, I put I, I just looked at my phone because I wrote it in my notes because I liked it. Um, what has to be true to fill in the blank, right? Mm. Like people are, are a good question to ask yourself to stimulate curiosity. Like, okay, we need to put, say you need to develop a new digital business model and people in your there'll be a bunch of people in your organization or in the company going we can't do that like it's not possible and you ask yourself what has to be true so that we have to have a digital business model and then answer it right do answer it like you go okay we have to develop a service not a product not a service we have to be able to sell it online you know what I mean? We need to, in that case, we need to have a customer support person, right? All these things are, f- are, are putting meats on the bone of an idea. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But you, the idea generation and the idea definition, because ideas are great, but unless you can define them and communicate them clearly, like we said earlier, mm. it's just going to be, Tim said something weird, like gubbins on that video call. What was that about? Like nobody's gonna understand, you know, understand it. So if you can ask or show that you've just thought about it, it's got a bit of depth to the idea. It might not be the right idea, but that's okay because you haven't killed it. You, you, it's not you your just, job to kill it. No, and I think you just basically reenacted what businesses should be doing, what type of meeting businesses should be doing just about a minute ago and you just deconstructed the questions about the business what do we sell who do we sell it to how can we sell it in that way what would that look like how would that work why da, da, da. and then you'd start deconstructing it and eventually you break it all down and rebuild it and then the answer will be there but that is a a, a difficult conversation for some people who depends the, how the way that you think and maybe that's not a question that's not a, a meeting that they should be in because I know for me, I know this period when I spoke to certain people still believe in three weeks, you know, life's just going to go back to normal. And I think a lot of people think like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what? I I, I think that'll be a shock for some people. I I think there'll be a semblance of, of normality, but I think too much has changed in too short a time for it to fully recover i think that there's a chasm in stuff that's too big mm. do you know what i mean i think i think it, it, it's expedited people's thinking from nice nice creative future stuff to oh we're doing it now like remote working <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah we'll, we'll, in 2022 we're going to bring in remote working for four hours a week it's now yeah. now and yeah. it's all the time right do you know yeah. what i mean like in the simplest perception yeah. and I'm going, okay, well, we do 99% of our sales and lead generation from this expo every year. There's not going to be an expo again. What, like, how are we now going to sell our thing? Yeah. 
because we the only reason we like the expo is because everybody everybody who bought from us came to the expo and now mm. they're not going to do that there's still the people who's going to buy from us but we can't market in the same way. We can't communicate in the same way. We can't build relationships in the same way. We can't reach them in the same way. We can't engage them in the same way. We can't think about them in the same way. Do, no. you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We can't, we can't have our eggs in that basket. No. So it was, no, going back to Creative Mornings then. So I'm yeah. sorry for my naivety, but so it, you said it was the best one you ever had. And the fact that you've got people internationally that are going there and there and it must be it's, it's not even it's something new isn't it this is a new amazing thing that should have happened a long time ago like why were we not having online networking events and chatting to people and i'm sure i'm sure they did exist but they I'm weren't sure. in my world um but bringing oh that yeah bringing forward that now is it's beautiful then there's gonna be so many new ways that we can use technology for incredible things do you know what they were before they were they were really crap webinars yeah like people go let's do an online event and it'd be a terrible webinar with somebody wanging through a powerpoint while eating a sandwich in their pajamas <laughs> right and now it's not like the like what, what we were on about earlier about you that you have to amp up the the human centeredness of a communication right yeah um, a keynotes right keynotes and presentations and stuff like that the best format of that online is to do it like this right like me and you are on a zoom call no slides right mm. because if you put slides up people on the other end like multitask because you're not looking right the the guy could be doing anything could be a recording do you know mm. what i mean on the other end on the presentation side what you've got to do is like it, it's elongated events right so you've got to do a lot more of a, of a good launch a lot more good marketing to get people to come to the event because the only people who are going to leave their settee or stop homeschooling kids for a bit to come to an event are people who are super interested in this thing you've got to say yeah right so they've got to a know what you're going to tell them then you've got to tell them what you get what you said you were going to tell them and then afterwards you've got to follow up and told tell them what you've told them but put the gubbins in it bring the gubbins back afterwards right so that's all you've got to do yeah go do some telling tell them what you're going to tell them is marketing or communications or internal comms telling them what you're going to tell them is, is storytelling right it's person to person storytelling yeah i understand some points may need proof or some ideas may be backed up by data and stuff in which case you can share screens and stuff but i'm just talking don't don't keynote powerpoint it out no. do you know what i mean there has to be some of this and yeah. then the follow-up is then tell them what you're going to tell them put all the detail in answer the questions that were in the chat thing do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, be thorough. Yeah. Put the gubbins in the follow-up. Because yeah. then people have got... See, I, like, me, both me and you have spoken at events, right? And I can pull up 10 minutes before my presentation, give the presentation, leave 10 minutes afterwards. Yeah. Like, having spoke to the guy who organised it and the guy who gives me a mic. Not that, that I would do that. Like, do you know, but but in theory you can, right? Yeah. And famous people do, like Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk. They're not hanging around. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're in and out. Do you know what's it was quite interesting whilst you were saying that? You know, I was thinking about you know delivering workshops because I'm 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 super interested in that. I'm chatting mm. to a few clients now, a few universities to do more work, more support work, that kind of um, mentoring. And it's made me think about like, you know, where we do it and, and, I, and something, a conversation I've had with Natalie about like, what does our home office, what, what will it look like? So at the moment, we've just built this little office. It's in our sort of kitchen area, got stuff going on here. And we're, we're already thinking like, we're not going to go ever go back to a studio, to a design studio. Like two thirds of our team didn't work in the office anyway. They all worked all over the show. 
And it's like, well, then if we haven't got an office then, and it's like, well, the reason why we had an office, because we had to ask a decision, make a decision, will clients decide whether they go with us by the quality of our office? And we made the decision that the answer is yes. But what we're realizing now is we're not going to have that relationship with clients ever again. What well, most of our clients might not even be in this country anymore. So the way that we work is just complete. I'm just thinking about everything differently. The way that you deliver every, any kind of service, not just, not, we're not just using the hardware, but how we deliver it is now going to be really interesting. I mean, it's what this thing has done is broken the perceptions of what remote work is what people need to be productive in your workforce, what people you need in your team. Like the, what we perceive to be true uh, in February is, not, is now a bunch of it's not true or has question marks over it. Mm. Right? And, and that perception, like I've been in a similar position as to you, of going, okay, right, well, there's only two of us and two-thirds of a team don't work in the office, but we should have an office. Mm. Like and now people are going, well, should we have an office? Do we actually need an office? Like, what are we going to do in it? What's it for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went through all our clients and it's a really just light conversation about who who will go back to their offices. And we know people that work, like say we've got a company working recruitment. We were sort of saying that I think at some point they will need to go back because they kind of work in teams and like but there it's a lot of it's a lot of you know there's bum slapping and thing going i mean it's all like hitting targets and stuff which is which is good do you know what i mean but would you get that in a digital environment or do like I, I, and i know that some businesses they'll just want to go back to the way it was because it worked like that but the question is will it can it work outside of that environment i i would say yes with the right facilitation skills, right? You have five minute Zoom meetings where you tell the team what you've got on, what you're going to achieve today, right? In the morning, 20 people go through, go, I'm going to, I've got these five things, these are my five things I'm going to do today, yeah. right? My five targets, my five people to close, whatever, especially in a sales environment, right? Because it, it's proper, like, energy breeds good sales a la wolf of wall street right mm. and and you've got to try and recreate that but it's about again clarity and facilitation if you go right every morning at 9 a.m you've got to be here and you've got to tell me five your five most important things of the day yeah. right it's dead easy takes 10 minutes right right everybody does that sort of thing Right, and they go through it. If you notice somebody's got some ropey ones on there or the same one for the last few days, then it's your job as the leader or the manager or the facilitator for a nicer word, because I think mm. manager might be a, a weird old term now. Um, but so like a facilitator will go to them and go, hey, I noticed these things. Let's jump on a, a quick one-to-one just to make sure you're still feeling all right, because I know you've had these two things on your list all week. So, A, you haven't been successful or you need to try something new or you've not done it. Either mm. three, I can help you with any of those things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, a, it's that conversation. Because accountability still has to be accountability, but it's delivered differently. Mm. The, how, the how is maybe different. In, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But it's... It's that art of facilitation, right? It's that art of empathy, whereas you've now got to be, in that situation, in that sales team situation, you've got to be super vigilant, right, as the facilitator to notice these things. Because in an office with 20 red-tied guys and girls ready to smash the phones, right, mm. the quiet ones might slip out, like personality will... The, the strong people come to the front, right? Mm. And, might, and might drown the little people out or the ones trying to hide. It's maybe easier. Mm. But if you, you're a good empathetic facilitator, hiding might be harder. Mm. But it, it's not a punishable thing. It's the, jo it's the job 
of the leader or the facilitator to create an environment where everybody does the best work no matter what their environment is mm. do you know what i mean it's that it's it's the role of that and that that takes different skills right that's a different mindset yeah yeah mindset that's, a, that's good uh, like you know and you talked about earlier about thinking clearer and, and mindset and like now I just going back to health, you know, and the whole ikigai thing. Health is so important now. You know what I mean? You can't get away with eating bad, drinking bad, sleeping bad. Like now, it's because you know everyone's saying at the moment you've got to think of this as a as a, a marathon, ultra marathon. It's you've it's you've got to have stamina and you've got to keep your mind and your body healthy, which is a challenge for everyone, you know, at home. Um, and you know, you talked about meditation. You talked about yoga. Though they were until very recently still very, very fluffy things to a lot of people. Yeah. And now they're not fluffy anymore. They are, you know, that's, that's medicine right there. That's medicine to help you through this difficult period. Well, you said it, said it right at the beginning when you, were, uh, you, you said about a conversation you had with Natalie about there was something like you can only control the stuff you can control. Mm. Like there's, there, all of a sudden, including me, right? I put me, I am in this boat. There was a bunch of people wanging around in the world thinking everything was kind of under control and in their control. Mm. Do you know what I mean? My worldview, there wasn't much in it that was out of my, at least, manageability. Mm. But now there's a bunch of stuff I can't control. (laughs) Like 99%, I can literally control what I do with my body and when I go to bed and eat and stuff this is all i have yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah this is all i have and that's, then, all, and that's then, all you need mate and that's all you need and that's it right the rest yeah. of the stuff i need to be aware of and i need to be ready and i need you know to to have a different a worldview where if an opportunity arises i'm i'm capable and strong and ready enough to capture it yeah right but the other stuff is all all me right i i need to be strong-minded strong-willed i need to have a good routine i need to do you know what i mean and and that's not just me right that's everybody like there's people yeah. walking walking around. i've got a village pond in front of my window and there's people walking around there i can see from our our front room that um like we've lived here for 10 years. I've never seen them walk in their lives. Like we were the, like, but they're taking advantage out because it's the only yeah. thing they can do. It's the only yeah. thing they're in control of, right? Yeah. And it's, I think you've got to control what you can control. And yeah. currently your worldview is a lot, your horizon one is smaller. Right? I think, I think the, key, the key is, you know, like stay safe. It's got to be like stay well. It's got to be stay healthy and take it easy and bringing that back, bring the shaka back, which means take it easy, chill. Cause you've got to chill. You've, Cause you know what? I've been watching a few videos. I've seen Grant Cardone on, on a few videos with those going on. He doesn't look well, man. He doesn't look well. He, he looks Tired, big head, right? the, the heavyweights. When you've got a portfolio of businesses and you, you employ loads of staff, all of a sudden you've got a lot of stress. You know, that is a lot of stress and you, to change your entrepreneurial mindset and all of a sudden you're hitting a brick wall, that must be, wow, you know, big. So taking it easy is is the three words. Well, you've had it down for years, right? I've known you for a couple of years now and and you've always, there's always been, I can't remember what it was, but uh, be useful and be kind. That's the one. Four words, right? That you've, you know, told taught preached i don't know right like yeah. for ever since i met you right and i i've been i'll take I've preached been, i like that i'll, I'll take preach yeah, pre- preach is good right uh, <laughs> and then it's um for the last couple of weeks i've been thinking like we've discussed all the time i won't go over it like thinking a lot observing a lot and be useful be kind are two things super in your control to finish that point mm. right and two things that are really, really important. Yeah. Right. And in you, in order to be useful, to be in a good place where you can be useful and be kind, you need to be 
happy healthy confident well maybe not happy like but you know what i mean like it helps you need to you need to have some mother kind of 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 calm or ikigai mm. Mm. right you need to have that to be useful be kind because if you're useful and kind you will worst case scenario you will build and and, and deepen business relationships right that will outlast the corona epidemic or yeah. pandemic whatever it is yeah. um and you will be in a better position for that yeah because i think how how you treat yourself and treat other people in this period is going to resonate for a long long time long long time um be useful so it, be kind mate nail it yeah yeah well on that note mate i'm gonna say thank you for uh having a good chat pleasure pleasure bud Thank you very much for inviting me. Good way to spend an evening. Yeah, whatever it is. Tuesday, I think it is. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, But no, we'll do it again (laughs) soon. We'll do it again soon. We'll. um, I'm. I'm really into just ideas at the moment. Just trying to think about stuff in a different way, spin it, deconstruct it, dissect it. Um, Not just in marketing, but in what's going on, or you know, around the world, which is super. Yeah, man. Stay curious, dude. The, the the more curious you are about everything, the 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 more of that stuff will happen in your brain. Yeah, and I, I, I just love looking around corners, mate. That's what I, that was my favourite today. Good. Just you know, looking around corners is going to be a major skill at the moment. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good, man. Nice one. All right. It's good to talk. I'll speak to you soon, dude. All right. Speak to you soon. Cheers, buddy. Uh, bye bye.